0: Thanks for downloading the first episode of the On Comedy Writing Podcast. Really excited to bring this out now. Uh, This is the podcast about the business and craft of writing jokes. I'm your host, Alan Johnson, an aspiring comedy writer and improviser living in Los Angeles. Each episode of this show will feature me talking to a professional comedy writer about their career and how they made it in the industry. For the inaugural episode, I'm talking to the very funny Joe Saunders, a writer for Comedy Bang Bang and the Emmys. Here's our conversation. All right, Joe. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, originally oh, okay. I'm from the South. Yeah, are you yeah. B- are you a big fan of uh, the new show? <laughs> the show Atlanta. I am actually. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like Atlanta a lot. What do you
1: think? What do you think
0: about it? Oh, I, th- I think it's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, there's a funny thing where on my high school in Atlanta, on the Wikipedia page, uh, it lists Donald Glover as one of our notable alumni, mm-hmm. but he didn't like me and him. I think are the same age, and he did not go to my oh. high school. <laughs> That's so uh, weird. I'm pretty sure I would have known him at <laughs> high school. Right. I'm sure he was very cool and popular in high school. Uh, <laughs> well, I think yeah. his whole thing is that he wasn't, right? Isn't that his, like uh, maybe? I mean, he must have been like fun. I'm sure he was like a funny guy. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, he was funny and You're right. Uh, I I feel like I would have known who Don Glover. I would have known a <laughs> funny guy in my high school. But yeah, I love Atlanta. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really interesting show. I didn't know what to expect from it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you lived in Atlanta your whole childhood?
1: Yeah, up until I went to college. Yeah, Uh, and then I went to the University of North Carolina for college, still in the South.
0: Uh, So you you were you were hanging out with like (laughs) Ti? Yeah, and uh... Outkast. Who else? Jermaine Dupri. (laughs) Yeah, those guys. Um, So did you get into comedy like when you were in Atlanta or? Um, a little
1: bit. Uh, I always knew I wanted to work in movies and TV. I don't think I knew especially that I wanted to work in comedy. I don't know if I consider myself a comedy nerd like mm-hmm. a lot of people are. Um, Though I did love like uh, growing up like I loved like The Simpsons and Conan right. O'Brien and kind of Saturday Night Live reruns on Comedy Central like mid 90s mm-hmm. SNL. That's
0: why Devin Field said the same thing about... Uh... Oh yeah about uh comedy central reruns being a big deal
1: i watch that every day yeah, yeah i watch that every day for the longest time even in college i remember they would still show like i would get out of class and i knew there would be like an snl rerun mm-hmm. at like 2 p.m or something like right. that and i would just go to my dorm and watch, <laughs> watch old snl it but,
0: was yeah. weird then they replaced it with like mad tv because i guess the yeah the time they're like uh, what's it called the um uh rights i guess were gone. on
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they should air that. I mean, I guess they're all on like Netflix or CISO or something like that. They're yeah, on CISO, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's it's a little more fun if you like, and it's like harder to like scroll through that and like pick out. You're like, oh, I'm gonna watch this episode. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of more fun just to turn it on. It was like a random funny sketch and right. right.
0: It. So, you, uh, were you doing like uh, short films or?
1: Yeah, I tried to do like movies and stuff like that, and uh i don't know i just imagined i wanted to be quentin tarantino or something stupid mm-hmm. like that <laughs> yeah uh and then i went to college and then uh i liked i always liked writing trying to write comedy um i didn't but i didn't do any improv or any sketch in, in college it wasn't until i moved to los angeles that i like kind of discovered i was like oh comedy writer is like a job and like right. what that involves and i was like oh
0: that sounds that sounds like what i want to do yeah. So you you majored in film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so were you writing like uh, screenplays or, sh- or short films mostly, or like feature lengths? Or? Yeah, I
1: think I tried writing a couple screenplays that are very bad and not <laughs> maybe not funny or probably like the same kind of screenplay anyone tries to write in college that right. ends up being some kind of weird Garden State esque thing mm-hmm. <laughs> or I don't know. Coming back to Quentin some Pulp Fiction type thing <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that you think is cool at the time, right? Uh,
0: but um. Didn't, yeah, not until I got out here. Mm-hmm. And I was
1: like, ooh, comedy.
0: Mm. It's interesting. No so, so you weren't, comedy wasn't really too much on your radar until you went to LA. Yeah,
1: not really. Not as a specific thing. Mm-hmm. I think I thought of yeah. it, I always like hoped I was a funny person and I would, would hope that I would be able to write funny things. But I, it seemed like very mysterious to me as a job, mm-hmm. like somebody that can just sit down at a table and be like, okay, I have to come up with a bunch of funny stuff. Right. That seems like I had a hard time uh, uh, wrapping my head around it, like how that job works. Like I remember like when I first moved, like the first like month I was in LA, I went to like some like little class where they had like one of the King of the Hill writers uh, talk. Oh, cool! And uh, that was like my first time like ever meeting like a comedy writer, and I, I I remember like asking, I was like, "How do you just like come up with a joke?" <laughs> Which is kind of a dumb question, but also like a smart like kind of like a good. Qu- I'm glad I asked that because he was like did give like a good answer about like well like when you know if you're writing a scene, you think about like what the situation the character is in, and you think about like just like the light the world around the character and who they are and their family and their friends. And, you know, you just think in that terms and mm. something comes to you. Okay. I'm like, okay. I actually answered that question.
0: Uh, so, so what was the, uh, move? Why'd you move to LA? What was the, uh,
1: campaign? I got an internship out of college, uh, at a little production company in LA. Mm-hmm. And so I moved out and I lived in the Oakwood apartments, which
0: I think are called. Yeah. I lived in the Oakwoods. Oh uh, yeah. Last summer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's kind of That's a funny. weird place. Isn't it called something different now?
0: Uh, or- I think there's another one, but there's still the Oakwoods.
1: I lived in the one that's on like Barham.
0: Okay. Isn't I lived it? in the one I'm bringing to Delray. Oh, okay. So far. Yeah.
1: That one, they must keep, that one was, I think the one on Barham in like Burbank is, they've changed oh, the name of it uh, for some reason. Uh, yeah. That was a weird place. All these like kid it's actors. It's so weird.
0: There. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of actors and then there's yeah. a bunch of like, it's just too expensive too to like think who yeah. who's actually like living there for like a while yeah
1: i was living in like a two-bedroom thing that had like but there was like five of us living Mm -hmm. there
0: and it was still probably like a bad amount of money yeah it
1: seemed like i think it was i want to say it was an insane amount of money even just like splitting a bedroom is great for for i don't get how
0: i don't get they're always full too i don't get how that works
1: i guess just like la seems like such a weird mysterious place where you're like too scared to go into the (laughs) wrench try to rent something off craigslist
0: um so were you reading like scripts and stuff
1: yeah i was like doing coverage, like uh, at the production company i interned at. i like, did coverage mm-hmm. and that was actually like my first time like sitting down like reading screenplays and being like oh this is like this is what a screenplay looks like and this is actually what a good screenplay looks like and this is what a bad screenplay looks right. like that's kind of like hard i don't know at first i had a hard time like telling the difference i thought everything was bad but then i would like would read a bunch and i would go back i was like oh that first one was actually like pretty good and mm-hmm. Uh, So that was, like, a really interesting thing. And also just, like, kind of learning, like, what the film business was as a business or how people got jobs in it.
0: Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Were you working at, like, a good production company or, like, a kind of middle of Uh the pack? I think it was middle of the pack, but it was,
1: like, a real production company. Like, they had made, it was called Outlaw Productions, Mm -hmm. and they had made, um, I think, like, they had made, like, a ton of movies. Uh, They'd made, like, um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, I want to say. That was, like, a famous, like, older one they'd done they were making this movie called uh i don't know they made like a but i'm trying to think what was the movie they were in production in. they made this movie that starred chris cooper as like a guy in the uh cia who was like a uh was like selling secrets to the russians i wish i remember what it was called really? It was a good movie right. i can't remember what it's called. i can't remember <laughs> the title of it but it, yeah they were like making stuff at least like big budget studio movies mm-hmm. um and it was like kind of yeah it was an interesting place to work and
0: you want to take a second to, to take some water? I know you've been trying to grab at it. But. I'm.
1: That's just me being uh, nervous. Uh, not nervous, but uh, anxious. Hands.
0: Oh no worries. Uh, but thank you, No problem. Um. So, would you say that most of the scripts you read were probably like not good, right? Um. That, yeah. That's been my experience at least. Is like most of the scripts that I've read, as I've did the same thing. Oh yeah. And it was they're mostly like bad. But I worked at kind of a lower tier. I think production company. So. Okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like they would always give me the whatever the lowest rung of submission they (laughs) got was. If it was, like, someone's friend's brother was like, I wrote a screenplay, and they they would give that to me. Like, an assistant would maybe read the stuff that came from, like, agencies, like Uh CAA or something like that, and then I would read the really bad crap, and some of that stuff was unbelievably bad. (laughs) Just so crazy. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. So, I feel like I, yeah, I don't know. I read, like, maybe, like, a screenplay a day to like mm-hmm. one or two a day or something like that cuz i would not i don't know what do you think about reading screenplays?
0: Yeah, that's about the right amount, yeah. It depends. It's <laughs> a good amount to read? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it, it depends pages. on like cuz it depends on the coverage. If you're doing like a really long synopsis, yeah. I never I still don't understand like what's the the right amount of synopsis to give.
1: Yeah, I don't I was always really bad at that. I feel like yeah. mine mine read really badly or i would yeah. describe them in odd ways or <laughs> i would forget a lot of what had happened which i guess tells you about the script huh?
0: right yeah uh. uh so during this time are you writing uh for yourself or are you going to ucb at that time or what
1: yeah um i kind of got out and then i got an assistant i got kind of an assistant job at an agency but it was like in the legal department and so i was like a lawyer's assistant for like a little bit of time which was like kind of like a good it was like a paycheck, right? Um, but then I got a PA, my first like job. And yeah, I was like writing like during that, mm-hmm. but I hadn't started taking comedy classes. And then I got a PA job on The Simpsons. Oh, wow. And that was like my first, That well, I worked at that agency, but then like the PA job was like my first like mm-hmm. TV, TV job. Mm-hmm. Um, and around that time, I took like, my first UCB class.
0: Mm-hmm. H- how'd you get the, uh, the gig at The Simpsons?
1: Like the girl who sat in the cubicle next to me at the uh at my assistant job her roommate worked on the simpsons as a pa oh, wow. and she was like i like hated the i hated working at that agency um just because i hated i had to wear like a tie and stuff <laughs> um and she was like my friend works at the simpsons and they need a pa would you want to do it i was like oh my god i'd be like yeah that was that would be amazing mm-hmm. would be so cool wow uh, and I interviewed and got it
0: so uh were you like a uh what kind of PA? Were you like a writer's PA or? I was a
1: writer's PA. The okay. Since it's an animated show, this was actually on the Simpsons movie.
0: Oh, you were on the Simpsons movie? Yeah, so this was like 07 oh. or something
1: like that. This was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it was the same office. They did the okay, movie yeah. out of the same office. Uh, so I was with the writers. Um, uh, I was basically, I guess you would say a writer's PA, but then you would do like all kinds of runs. like you mm-hmm. So it was like picking up lunches and but then also like delivering hard drives and
0: oh nice
1: delivering scripts and all kinds of stuff like so that. So did
0: you like uh, get to like watch the writers' room or?
1: Yeah, a little bit. That was my first time ever seeing what a TV writers' room was mm-hmm. as a job. Like I had no concept of that as a thing. Like just people sitting around a table, like trying to come up with stories and mm-hmm. jokes. And I was like, this is awesome. This is seems like the coolest job and exactly what I want. Uh, just to like get to be funny and be collaborative and be think you know challenge each other and try to be smart and mm-hmm. figure out stuff and i was like oh this is that's the job that i want that was my first time seeing that yeah and those guys are you know they're it's all they a lot of those writers had all were like the original like group of simpsons writers like the ones who were mm-hmm. on like the first like eight seasons or so and i mean they're all all the writers on that show are super funny and super smart uh but that was really like in like very cool and like also very intimidating mm-hmm. to meet uh, people like that
0: so, so were you only working on the the movie, or were you there for like? A... I worked
1: on the end of the the end part of the movie, uh, and then at, um, pretty much I went right from the movie, and they got a job on the TV show. I got like they just oh, hired okay. me on the TV show, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and then I was at the TV show for a few years, and was like the post PA, and then became like the Rogers assistant.
0: Oh, so you and... actually became the yeah yeah. So that's like that's like the job where you just like pretty much write down everything that's yeah
1: you you sit at like a computer in the writer's room and uh they like dictate the script they have like these big tv sets that connect to the computer and like they will they group write every like episode of the simpsons the simpsons pretty much that means like a group of people the group of writers like all sit around in front of a big screen showing the script and all like talk through every line like every action line every like line of dialogue it would literally be like okay uh homer walks in uh what should homer say and they would all like pitch for a long time on what homer's like first joke would be Mm -hmm. and then like the head writer or whoever was in charge in the room would decide on something and be like okay put that in and then be like homer would say smithers shut up uh (laughs) something funnier than that uh and yeah so that was like a cool job I was definitely like kind of getting like a front row seat to that Mm -hmm. and i learned a lot
0: yeah cool that's a pretty like grueling job though too isn't it like it's
1: it was it was like very exhausting you can't really leave you can't like other jobs like I can't check my you can't check your email mm-hmm. like you're on a computer that has is hooked to a giant screen that like 12 people can see oh, oh I didn't, oh, so you I can't it. like open Facebook <laughs> you can't like read emails like you can't <laughs> just like be like I'm gonna zone out for 30 seconds and read uh, any cool news or something like that <laughs> <laughs> uh nice 2007 reference yeah yeah, yeah. uh so because if you do that it's gonna pop up and they're gonna be like what the hell are you doing (laughs) (laughs) get back to the so you have to sit the script which is like i mean it's like a desk job but it's it is like you have to be like on the whole time Mm -hmm. uh so that's the bad part of the job um Mm -hmm. uh but then otherwise you just get to be in this room and hang out with these Mm -hmm. uh very funny
0: comedy writers for a long time yeah it's awesome um
1: uh i met mike mitchell I okay think you yeah. know the doughboys show. oh yes the doughboys uh mike and i got hired within a week of each other at the simpsons he was also oh, a pa wow. there uh, and so that was when i first
0: met him oh so were you were you were you already doing ucb stuff at the time
1: i had taken a class i took a sketch writing class uh mm-hmm. the very first level sketch writing class on my sketch teacher i only knew ucb i like didn't really understand what it used be just <clears throat> excuse me just opened hmm. uh, is this inter- is this
0: interesting that's <laughs> oh, interesting to me i don't know <laughs> okay cool i'm a, I'm a nerd this so i don't know Well,
1: cool uh, <laughs> they just oh they'd only been open a year i had went to the shows and thought they were awesome and funny mm-hmm. i didn't know what a herald team was they didn't have mod teams yet um i didn't understand i just knew it was like a place where it was like oh the human giant guys do stuff there and like okay. matt besser and matt walsh and amy polder especially and like mm-hmm. so i knew it as that kind of thing and it was cool and it was cheap and i took a class and my sketch teacher was paul rust
0: oh wow yeah
1: it was the only sketch class he ever taught uh but i just like signed up for it Mm -hmm. randomly uh and he's like hilarious and super smart Mm -hmm. and i was just like that was my first time learning kind of the ucb style structure of like how to write comedy which is like super interesting and i think applicable like doesn't teach you necessarily how to be funny but teaches you how to take a funny idea and explore it and um Mm -hmm. after that yeah i was like oh this
0: is great i'm in were the classes like the same setup they are now where it's kind of you write a sketch each week and
1: Yeah, I don't I feel like it's not I teach sketch now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a little bit more specific about what you do each week that but I th- yeah, we did. It was like once a week stuff and we all mm-hmm. read it at a round table and then everyone gave notes and mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty similar. I, a lot of those people in that first class like I still like are people that like stuck around and did UCB a lot. Oh cool. Like um, and then I took two other sketch classes and it's all people that are like got on mod teams at the same time as I All did right. and then I'm still friends with now mm-hmm.
0: who were who are your other uh, sketch teachers
1: uh I took a Matt Besser class okay uh which was a, like a sketch special class or something called just got um not one of them and then I took Sean Conroy for 201 oh cool that's pretty like, yeah
0: pretty uh, legitimate teachers
1: yeah it was <laughs> cool uh Besser's like super intimidating but it was like super <laughs> smart and like just was a really challenging class mm-hmm. and, uh uh Conroy I liked a lot too yeah he was really smart and really funny mm-hmm. and I learned a lot from that too, and he was very encouraging to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever take improv? Or
1: I did. Yeah, I took the improv. I took in all the sketch classes, and then I kind of took the improv ones to get more involved. I always tell people that, like, I don't particularly like performing or acting, mm-hmm. so and or I like kind of improv it can be fun, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. Uh, but I took improv to kind of get more involved at the theater, and then I was like, once I did that, I met a ton of people, and that was like, oh, that's how you get in. Right. Like sketch, it's a little harder to. Cause you're doing so much isolated writing and putting mm-hmm. up stuff on your own, but improv, you're always going to shows and hanging out with people and right. doing practice groups and that sort of thing. It's much more social. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that and then I got like really involved with the theater and that was around the time I got on a mod team. So, uh, uh
0: what's the process of getting on a mod team? Do you like submit a packet? Back yeah. Then? I, I know today you submit a packet, but like back then did you do the same thing?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it was the same thing. Um, Uh, yeah, it's like they do it like once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think that was just three... I think I submitted three sketches and you like had to go hand drop them. I think now you can email them in. You can email your PDF in, which is normal and you should, Uh, but (laughs) you had to like print them off and put them in an envelope and take them to the theater and drop them off at the box (laughs) office at the theater. (laughs) And I applied like once and I applied before and like you didn't hear anything at all. Like I just applied and I didn't never heard anything. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I guess that's how it works. And then uh, Mike Mitchell was actually on the Birthday Boys at the time. Mm -hmm. He's on the sketch group, the Birthday Boys, which was doing stuff at the UCB at the time. And he was like, encouraging he was like you should apply again and i did it again and he actually read my packet and gave me notes and i turned it in and then got on nice uh and yeah so you get in and then they read all these packets and then they kind of assign you to a they create these teams and assign you to people that i didn't know anyone else on my team at Mm -hmm. the time or any one other person uh but the majority of the team and then there's so there's like six actors and there's six writers and then they kind of run it kind of like a weird mini tv show where you do a new show each week and Mm -hmm. new show each month right uh and you're just responsible for having meetings and writing as a group and right. doing all the stuff and rehearsing and getting the show ready.
0: And that was Oh uh, Brother, right?
1: That was actually called Nice Kitchen. Oh, Nice Kitchen. This was my, and we were together for like seven months and then we were <laughs> broken up. Uh, and then Oh Brother formed, mm-hmm. which was the group, my my second mod team uh, that then lasted like four or five years or six years.
0: Mm-hmm uh what was the, the thinking behind the name oh brother I was wondering. good question
1: i don't know <laughs> we probably should have chosen a different name <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it just like one of the the given names or
1: like <laughs> no we like sit around every time you get like made in these groups they let you choose the name and so mm-hmm. we sat around i think at a table and we didn't none of us knew each other and we all like suggested ideas and we tried voting and then somehow oh brother just won oh brother's a good name yeah I think like, somebody yeah. it's okay yeah uh i don't know you, you get stuck about these names and you don't realize like how long you're gonna be saying them for
0: yeah I remember the uh like a kiss from daddy oh yeah I, I remember they like talking about that before a show once I, like yeah they wish that they hadn't had that name for like, eight years
1: <laughs> that's really funny that's a pretty good name that's like a name that's it's like funny it, it's hard to have like a fun a funny name right because like usually the joke is gets old super quickly but a kiss yeah. from daddy is still like so weird <laughs> it's such a weird name it's yeah. still funny years later but yeah they I can imagine that it's a little weird to have to tell like your parents. You're in a group. <laughs> called, come see my sketch group called "A Kiss
0: from Dad." <laughs> yeah. Um. So what? So what's the workload like for uh for a mod team? So I guess you're doing a show every month. Yeah. And there's about what six, seven sketches a show. Yeah,
1: six sketches usually. Usually it. Can almost always work out for each writer on the team to get one sketch in the show
0: oh i see um so you guys meet uh have you started with like a pitch meeting
1: yeah uh every group is different it's up to the groups themselves mm-hmm. to decide how to run things uh, but usually there's like some kind of meeting where you get together and everyone pitches ideas they have verbally pitches ideas um and then the next few weeks it's off like just bringing it like writing on your own and bringing in and you bring it in you read it as a group you have a director um who's kind of like in charge of the group that the theater puts in charge Mm -hmm. and then they give you feedback and uh you rewrite and then there's like a certain point where there's a read-through usually where the actors come in you read through all the material you've generated for the month Mm -hmm. then the show gets chosen somehow kind of whittled down either voting or the director choosing and Mm then you rehearse and then you do a show it's a lot of work um for a show that you don't get paid for <laughs> right <laughs> uh you usually have to spend money on it yourself because you have <laughs> to buy props or costumes or something like that um you have to pay a coach uh but it uh was really fun um cool thing about the UCB is that the shows those shows always sell out so it's always like a big audience and that's a very fast way I think I tell that some when I've taught sketch classes I've like told them that i'm like well we can talk about comedy and like what's funny all day long but like doing it in front of an audience will just you'll learn right. so fast mm-hmm. doing that as opposed to making things on your own like and then trying to decide if it's kind of funny mm-hmm. so that was a really good education and i learned a lot doing that i learned a, i think i learned more doing that than i ever learned like sitting in a writer's room like taking even like a simpsons writer's room with like those guys that was like one i learned like certain things there but like in terms of my own comedy writing like doing my own sketches and front of live audiences was really like, I was like, Oh, this is like how
0: the, that taught me a lot more. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, do you have any like memorable sketches from, uh, I guess you were on a month. It was my team for like six years or. Yeah. Um, we're still
1: kind of together. We mm. still will do the occasional show. Okay. Uh, I think we did like a regular, we did like a regular show, monthly show. I want to say for like three years. And then we kind of had another year where we did one every two months or every three months. Mm. And then like the most recent year was like, maybe we did like two shows a year or something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a few that are, uh, yeah, you want to say, it? <laughs> I guess you, I, I don't already. know. <laughs>
0: that was a stupid question. <laughs> back. Did you, but I, I did you write a, a freaky Friday sketch? Was that you?
1: Um, no, okay. I don't think so. Wait, what happened in this? Sketch? Well,
0: no, I'm just saying, cause I, my sketch teacher is Adam McCabe and oh, he yeah. mentioned someone on his team writing like a freaky, freaky Friday sketch where the dad ended up fucking the mom who was the daughter
1: uh yes there is
0: i thought that was you but i guess it wasn't no me. it
1: wasn't me that i i don't think that was our group i think that's a different group that did that uh, okay. sketch we had a sketch that was a uh a we had a Joanna man parody which <laughs> <laughs> Joanna <laughs> which in kind of is related to freaky friday where people switching like people not realizing who the other person is yeah. uh i actually think cody fisher wrote that sketch
0: if you know who oh, cody okay. fisher is no i don't wow. uh, it's a good sketch. Yeah. It's, it sounded funny. It's a super funny idea. I, yeah. Um. So I, I looked up some sketches that you did write. Okay. On the YouTube. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. So the Criterion Collection of Look Who's Talking. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was, that was great.
1: For, that was for the Monty. Multi- oh, no, thank you.
0: Uh. So how'd you come up with uh with that idea?
1: That was probably a pitch I had. Um. And then that probably, le- really landed on that idea like in a meeting, like mm-hmm. where I think I. I don't really remember exactly I think I wanted to do some kind of I was like oh it might be funny to film something in kind of that art film mm-hmm. French New Wave style and I was like it maybe it, I think like I I feel like I came to the meeting with that and I was like oh it could be funny if we just wrote like kind of like a Farley Brothers it seemed like it was like I it wasn't clearly like a thing I was like oh it'd be like a Farley Brothers kind of gross out fart joke movie <laughs> uh, like that was maybe the pitch and then the pitch like we maybe landed on look who's talking right or someone else, like maybe the director suggested that, and then, so that was a good one where I, I like had the first half of the idea, and then mm-hmm. someone else helped it, uh and then it was like super. That was a I remember that was a very easy one to write. Uh, I think it, that was like the first draft, pretty much that they shot. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and then like the known uh, Blywise who directed that, I think just like read that and liked it a lot, and I was like, I'll make this. and I was like, mm-hmm. great. I know I have no idea how to make a
0: video. <laughs> Do you do you ever like uh, do any like uh, of the technical stuff on your videos, or just kind of just the writing?
1: No, I wish I knew more about that. I think uh, I took I learned how to do that stuff in college. I learned like Final Cut Pro and like shooting and lighting and that kind of stuff, and haven't done it since, <laughs> which is dumb. I think it's like really cool if you can do it yourself, and I wish I was able to. Um, the guys I know that like are kind of like the full thing. Uh, that's like such a great thing to be able to do just have your own idea and shoot it and edit it and execute your vision uh, i can just write it and then after <laughs> that
0: i'm like uh, i don't know what to do <laughs> uh i also saw the the faces uh video oh yeah where he, yeah uh so how, how'd you go with that idea for faces oh
1: uh, well, i imagined uh, what a guy uh so the game of that or the idea of that sketch is like it's a um uh it's kind of like a parody of a uh nova type show or mm-hmm. uh, like a carl sagan type show like a science show like a public access science show but then the guys the question that he poses that he wants to analyze over the course of the episode of his episode of his show is uh he goes like uh why does everyone hate their own <laughs> face and um then he goes around asking that question to people and everyone's like that's not a thing that everyone right. uh, feels why and he's like no, no no i'm pretty sure everyone feels this way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I came up <laughs> with that, uh, <laughs> you prob- did, you
0: did some acting on that one too. I did,
1: yeah, that was, uh, I wrote that and did not intend to star in it, and then I wrote that for a, U- I was on a UCB video group, mm-hmm. uh, that was different than my mod team, uh, that was just purely making videos for a while and i wrote that and i was like oh we'll cast someone else in this someone funny and then uh but i would read it in the read through when we would do it because we would have meetings where we had to read it out loud and like the director would and like people would like give thoughts and i would perform it and then uh the coach of our the director of our group just suggested i do it and i was like i guess i could do it it was very <laughs> scary to even just being in a uh web video i found to be very intimidating <laughs> and very frightening <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, I thought you did great. Oh, You're like you. the perfect uh, personality for it. Uh, thank you. Yeah,
1: uh, It was fun. That was, that was fun being in. I was very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Catino directed that and did an amazing job and made it look like it was like a cool old video. <laughs> I think they actually did it like where they like recorded it onto a VHS tape and then oh. transferred it and it had another VHS tape and then would transfer it back and forth between those tapes and oh, like wow. hit the VCRs to get it to skip. And then once they had it on a VHS tape, they then re-uploaded it to like a computer, a digit like captured it onto a computer to get that a cool grainy effect which i guess they heard that like tim and eric do
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah Um, very
1: cool that's that's yeah i was like oh that sounds (laughs) that's like cool technical (laughs) knowledge that i can kind of understand uh
0: so when did you start teaching at UCV? um i was probably uh a few
1: years ago uh i've kind of i don't do it super regularly i kind of do it in between writing jobs Mm -hmm. um Uh, maybe three years now. Do you like teaching? I do. It's very cool. Uh, It's very fun to uh, meet people that are just like learning about sketch writing and kind of tell them about sketch writing and share that. Uh, So yeah, I enjoy it very much.
0: What would you say is like the most common problem you see? Like, because you teach, I guess you teach all levels, but like in a 101. Um,
1: Good question. I don't really know. I think, um, I feel like people always like Overcomplicate their comedy ideas mm, okay uh i'm a really big fan of like a super simple comedy idea they like just like the kind of thing where you're like a lot of times people were like kind of games that have like really big premises or like have like kind of the game is a little bit hard the game is like what you call a funny thing in a ucb mm-hmm. style sketch uh that makes the game a little hard to articulate because you have to be like oh well blah 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 is happening and also blah 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 and So I'm always like, no, simplify this. Simplify this. Cut out this part. Just make it all about this. Because a lot of times, like I think people are nervous to like write something too simple, mm-hmm. but when they do, uh, that lets them just have a nice, like, clean little thing to explore for three pages.
0: Mm-hmm. On kind of on the other side of that, um... oh God, sorry. <laughs> that's right. <I> <laughs> my headphone my headphones just <laughs> fell off yeah for the listening audience uh, i
1: was trying to scratch my ear my headphones <laughs> fell off hmm.
0: um i i felt sometimes when i was doing uh some sketches that i would write something that was like mathematically correct like in game like it was like yeah uh you know three moves each one heightened sure uh but then i just i didn't think it was very funny yeah and I think, like for instance, I wrote down because uh, I had a sketch called like professional babysitter. Okay. And it was just about like uh, the babysitter got like a credit card app. Mm-hmm. Uh, she like charged extra for like booking late. Yeah. It's kind of stuff like that, and I th- and like every- and like I pitched like it did in class, and everyone in class was like, "Oh yeah, it's a yeah, it's a good sketch." Yeah. It makes sense. And then I just felt like the note should have been like is, and then we just pitched on like different beats. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the note should have been like this is like. The premise is, like, inherently not that uh, – not inherently, but the premise isn't, like, that funny. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's, it's kind of – a very, it's, it's simple, but it's, like, maybe not – even, not even too simple, but it's, like – it's just not a very, like, engaging idea. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It's always, like, tough. I still find this mm-hmm. – uh, I was writing something uh, just yesterday where I was, like, I really like the beginning. I like the my initial idea behind this, mm-hmm. but it's, like, hard – to figure out quite how the execution is um i think that's a funny idea like professional babysitter that's a funny thing yeah uh <laughs> i think like in a weird way i mean i don't know. did you end up writing it oh i wrote it yeah, yeah you wrote it
0: but then i just i just felt like it was kind of just like very like very mathematical like it was mm-hmm. correct but it wasn't that like engaging or like interesting
1: yeah that happens sometimes yeah uh yeah, I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> it. It happens where you like are like, oh, I have this good idea, and then you like put it down on paper, and you're just like, why isn't this clicking for some reason? Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't figured out what to do
0: about that. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you ever find uh, game uh, like restrictive?
1: Um, no. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh Interesting.
1: No, I think especially like the longer I did sketch, mm-hmm. and the more I saw game. Like, game is, like, a way to do something. And, yeah, it can get boring to be, like, okay, three, it's, like, we're going to write our sketch. It has a first beat, a second beat, a third beat, and it ends. And that can be very boring. But I think, like, game also, like, a big part of game is, like, things like, if this, then what, or yes, ending. And, like, you don't always have to do things in those three beats. And a lot of that just kind of lets you, kind of gives you, like, a direction to go in. I don't know. I found it, like, more useful later on when I was, like, Interesting. Uh, I was, like, oh, um uh i'm trying to think of a good example um i don't know like professional babysitter this is just to go off your idea i'm sure uh like if like is my first beat professional babysitter has a app that he uses and the second one is that professional babysitter has a limit. you know an llc that you have to pay to get uh, the money, but I'm like, uh, you know, th- you can like do that, and like, if I was writing that sketch, and I was like, oh, that second beat is sucks, Um, but then I was like, you can think about it and be like, oh, maybe I- well, when I'm writing, I realize that it's really funny that professional babysitter is just obsessed with his app, right? <laughs> and okay. like, I just make this, I'm like, oh, instead of the game being this thing, the game is actually like professional babysitter is like really trying to push this app.
0: See, um, I li- see, I like that much more because it's kind of a weirder take. Uh huh. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, or just like. Thinking about things like, oh, you're, there's like never like one way to approach things. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be hanging well and be like, oh, maybe it's just like this initial funny thing if I kind of like go on a different direction, but still kind of play game in a Mm -hmm. weird way or it's just like, oh, the game is actually, I just have to reorient it how I project it. Um, I actually find game, I was writing something yesterday and I was like, uh, it was a thing that I pitched out with a group of guys. and. I was writing it and I was like, God, this is not funny, even though I'm using all the beats that we have. And then I was like, oh, I was like, can I just make this like a little bit more game oriented? Can I like have the beats in there? Like, can I have a certain thing that re- like a pattern mm-hmm. that repeats? And I did that and that made it work so much better. And I was like, oh, it's like nice. I was like, oh, it's kind of nice to like, be able to like fall, to go back and like think like, can I make this more game oriented and made it like play a lot better? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's like one way to write stuff. Uh, right. I find it useful, but I know mm-hmm. not everyone else does.
0: Uh do you have any uh writing kind of rituals you do? Uh
1: not really. Uh, right. procrastinate, not do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh okay. Do you, where do you do most of your writing? Like in your um,
1: uh I do it at home yeah. usually. Uh I'm I don't I sometimes go out
0: uh, to write, but uh like in a coffee shop or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, mostly at home. Uh what is DC Hollywood for ugly people? I've always wanted to go but I've never had time.
1: Oh, yeah the kenny yeah kenny stevenson show
0: yeah because you're a writer on it right yes
1: yeah Yeah. uh kenny stevenson uh it's a show that he hosts at the UCB Mm -hmm. theater like once a month it's kind of like a political panel show but then like the first half of it the you know is the similar to like you know real time bill maher or something like that. that's the the part of but then the first half where he has just like comedians on and they have a panel and they just like talk about political stuff and be Mm -hmm. funny but the first half of the show has like some scripted elements to it Mm -hmm. and so uh Kenny was on my mod team. Kenny's like I mean Kenny have done sketch comedy together for years, and Kenny's like one of the funniest people I know. And uh so I'll usually like write a sketch for that each month.
0: Okay. Do uh, I... what can you like what was like your last sketch?
1: Uh, my last one really tanked very badly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh one before that I wrote was um uh, actually Kenny and Kenny just performed it himself. Uh it was like he'll it's all like kind of political jokes, so I wrote a thing about um uh kenny was like showing these like leaked like wiki leaked like hillary clinton emails and he was like oh these are really god this is gonna sound so lame to describe <laughs> <laughs> uh kenny was like oh we found these new um like shocking hillary clinton yeah. emails and it's like her and like but then it and he showed like a bunch of these emails like on the screen that we made, and like the first one is like kind of like talking about Benghazi, but then it just becomes like this like long story about like a bird. A bird flew into her office, and then like her getting frustrated yeah. trying to capture the bird, and so it's like her like each email is about the bird, and then I don't know. It's like super silly. Yeah, no, I <laughs> get that. Yeah. But so is that
0: like a is that a monthly show?
1: I think so. I think it's monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, that's really Kenny. Kenny is like in charge of that. And yeah, kind of just tells me or let's. <laughs> Emails me and asks yeah. if, uh, lets, lets me know I could do something if I wanted. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh, so you're right on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. So were you, did you, were you from the start or?
1: No, I was only on the past two seasons, okay. seasons four and five. Uh, but season four was like a big, super long season. It was like 40 episodes. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, season five was 20 episodes. Uh, so I kind of came on uh, halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it, it's a blast. It was uh, I knew the head writer, Neil Campbell. I didn't know Scott Aukerman before I got hired there. Uh, But I knew the head writer, Neil Campbell, because he used to be the artistic director at the UCB when I was on a mod team. And so I'd known Neil for years. And uh, when they were looking for writers, they had submissions. And I submitted. And
0: uh, I got hired. What was the the packet like for that? Like, is it just... uh... It
1: was... uh um i worked i remember working super hard on that packet i feel like if i read it now i'd be very embarrassed by it um but uh it was it wasn't too bad it was like i think there was like you could include three sketches of like anything that you had just written in the past that were just supposed to show uh your comedy sensibility but then you had to write uh i think you had to write a banter between uh, scott and um reggie watts like you had to write like a one page like kind of funny back and forth between them you maybe had to do two of those And then I think you had to, yeah, you had to do two of those, wait, you had to do one of those, you had to do one thing that was Scott talking to a celebrity guest and you had to pick out like a celebrity. I think I wrote one for like Jason Bateman or something. It was just an arbitrary choice. And then you had to write kind of like a short little funny kind of game oriented one and a half page scene. Uh, And then you had to do, you had to come up with two kind of like each episode of comedy Bang Bang has like usually some storyline, like if it's like a movie parody or something that is being dealt with throughout the entire episode as the interviews are going on. Uh, and you had to kind of like write blurbs for two episode pitches.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, That's a pretty small package. Yeah. It's pretty small actually. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nerve wracking almost when you're, when you're working on that.
1: Yeah. I, it, the show is like, you know, kind of any idea can fit within its context, but it's also like kind of specific in weird ways where, um, uh, yeah, it was a little hard to kind of like know exactly what to do for those episode pitches. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, compared to some other shows like not that big a packet at right. all
0: what's what's a day in that writer's room like because I guess every, like all you guys probably know each other
1: yeah pretty um much. it's a we uh pretty uh, pretty good hours it's <laughs> uh, like ten to seven uh we work a lot um I've been when I was a writer's assistant, I would be in writer's rooms where they would do no work all day long like I would just chat and gossip all day long. Oh, and, wow. Uh, the Simpsons writer
0: Are you writing it down On the board All the gossip <laughs> not, uh,
1: I don't write it down But I remember it <laughs> I remember everything I heard uh, Like on the Simpsons Actually part of the process Is that they only get Through two or three pages Of the script a day At most oh, That's like a good day Super They move super slowly And that's just because Like they're trying to make Every line a joke Right uh, So it's very like Slow and deliberative Um bangling uh we wrote we worked a ton like we really worked during the time i mean we would also goof off and gossip uh but it was a lot of work and it would a lot of be um it'd be kind of like pitching as a group um be we'd start off the day and be like okay what do we have to do today or someone would establish some kind of goal for the day if it's like writing outlines or just we just do sketch days or something like that or we if we knew who a celebrity guest is writing those bits and we would pitch those as a group uh, that would maybe take an hour or two where we just pitch a ton of ideas and then we would go through the list and we'd all call idea, claim ideas on our own. Each writer would, I think there was probably like seven of us or something like that, six. And, uh, then we would all grab our laptops and start writing on our own. And we'd probably do that the second half of the day uh and that's just all we didn't have office that shows uh low budget enough we don't have like offices mm-hmm. we just have like a conference we just have like one room with a table in it so we'd all sit around the table with our earbuds oh in, wow writing on our laptops
0: that's crazy yeah
1: it was crazy <laughs> it is a little crazy so just
0: like what like f- like 16 writers just so, like yeah. around or like six
1: or seven writers. yeah yeah uh wow. just all with all of us like you know sitting around this table and typing away
0: did you guys like pair up or just everyone write on their own
1: sometimes uh yeah sometimes we'd write stuff together um if like two people liked an idea or there was an idea that someone hadn't quite cracked or someone was like i need help with this uh mm-hmm. people would go off like maybe somewhere else and like pitch together and like write it up something mm-hmm. so that happens sometimes uh for the bigger episode long scripts or we would have to write these like multi-part uh, scene, You know, we'd have to write a scene, like several scenes. Like those were always group written or we'd just, we'd get together, work on it and then break up parts of it and write on our own then combine and talk through it all together. Uh, sketches, like sometimes you wrote on your, you just wrote on your own. Sometimes you wrote with other people.
0: Did you find it uh, difficult to write for like in Scott's voice? It's um, no. very like, uh, it's a very like, uh, uh, what's, what should I say? Very. Yeah precise i guess very distinct distinct voice
1: um i actually thought it was like pretty similar to what my voice already was which i think was fortunate um i found it like pretty easy Mm -hmm. uh uh you know he just kind of i found i even like working on stuff later i realized i'm still like writing and like i've been working on pilots and stuff and i'm still writing like in scott's (laughs) voice (laughs) these characters all talk like scott ackerman (laughs) um i found it like pretty easy i thought it was like really fun like he you know just kind of He's willing to say like a mouthful of words to get a big dumb set up right, for right. a joke um, <laughs> or to make like a weird, uh, obscure comic book or movie reference or something yeah. like that. Uh, so, I, yeah, I kind of it clicked for me pretty easily, actually.
0: There's going to be like a generation of comedy writers to do that now because of uh, Bing Bang. <laughs> oh, yeah. What yeah.
1: obscure reference?
0: Or... Oh, yeah. And just like that seem like very silly. Yeah. Uh, long time. To- yeah.
1: Uh, it was really cool There were so many right. things Like I when I was on The Sims like, or, or I worked on other shows Where there would be Like a super funny r- We'd call them room jokes Right uh, Where like the r- The staff is all Working on something And they laugh really hard At something But they're like You know It just like Wouldn't work in the show <laughs> Like we can't have Smithers do that Or we can't have Um you know, deaf man say that or something. (laughs) Uh, And which would be right because it would be weird in the context of a show like The Simpsons that people are so familiar with. But like on Bang Bang, that almost always could go. Like if there was something the room really laughed at, Mm -hmm. even if it would be like, this is going to be so confusing to the audience. Like it would go in.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Which I thought was like really cool. And I think hopefully, you know, sometimes you're watching the show and I think probably like, what are they joking about? Like what is this (laughs) reference? But then other times, like I think you can, it feels cool if you like know what it is.
0: Yeah. Did you um, have any like uh, anything rejected because it was too uh, weird? Probably not. Uh,
1: no, I'm definitely not someone who's ever gonna like go too weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm always like kind of probably like not weird enough actually mm-hmm. in my writing. Um, uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. If there's a good example. There was things I wrote that uh, would like not would 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 be like this isn't really the tone of the show, mm-hmm. um, or this is like something just like that wouldn't kind of fit in. So that happened but never for being too weird right um i yeah i was never the one like we have an episode i think that already that was in season four where like the premise of the episode was that scott gets a new hat that he wears the whole episode and it's a pancake yeah and like (laughs) it's so i think it's super funny but like that's never an idea i would have (laughs) like i would never pitch that but that's like a big laugh like the everyone all the other writers like Someone else pitched that and like they can get on board. I'm like, I'm like, I think this is really funny. I just have a heart. I think I maybe even wrote part of the episode, but I was like, I was like, oh, this is, I was like, I wish I could kind of tap into this part
0: of my brain <laughs> to get a silly, really silly idea like that. Uh, so does like uh, do Scott and Neil kind of uh, work like together after like uh, the other writers finish writing to kind yeah. of uh, get like the final draft?
1: Yeah, they always do like kind of final passes and Scott, uh, especially like, um, would kind of do his own passive Mm -hmm. stuff and it was always like really i was always really impressed with that like scott would scott has such a busy schedule like doing these podcasts and these tv shows and these tours and he also produces like a ton of stuff and is pitching things and just has so much going on between two ferns and all those and but he so he would like have to carve out like very specific amounts of time to like write he'd be like okay i have an hour i can like work on these two scripts crazy and he would just like do them he would just like write the he would just like read them make tons of changes, make them better, like funnier, clearer, take out like confusing things, add in funny jokes, like make them more of the show. And he would do it so fast. I was always like really blown away by that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like stuff we had labored over for like weeks and he would just right. like knock out it in 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. He seems like a workaholic really. He's really, yeah. He's always like really motivated yeah. and like always got, has a lot of stuff going on. Um. So through Connie Bang you wrote on the uh, Emmys. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, that was really crazy and unexpected. We didn't know that was happening until uh, Scott just told us one day. He was like, so we're going to be picked up for a season five. Uh, you're all invited back for season five. Um, <laughs> also, we're in the middle of it, we're going to take a break for six weeks and uh, work on the Emmy Awards. And Andy Sandberg's going to host them. And uh, he's like, yeah, like Scott, I think, and Neil got hired to work on the Emmys. And then Scott said he would do it if he could bring the staff with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he brought the staff and that was really cool and weird and unexpected. It seemed, it was very weird going from like a super obscure, like cable show that like on a channel that like very, no one gets yeah. and like uh, a show that like only like kind of comedy nerds watch to working on this super mainstream, like Fox, right? like everyone knows like the award shows, even if they don't watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, and it was like really, it was cool. Uh, I, I can't imagine I'll ever do something like that ever <laughs> again. Ge-
0: so it was it just Connie Bang Bang writers and Andy Samberg or were there other?
1: Yeah, um, writing every we were in charge of writing everything that came out of Andy's mouth and every kind of comedy video that happened. Uh, there was other stuff in the show of like um, the other presenters like would get up and say kind of stuff before they said awards. We did not write that stuff. Oh, interesting. Um, they had like uh, there was a couple other guys that we met that were super nice guys that like they their like usual job was working on award I shows see, yeah. and writing that stuff. But anything. Bruce in, Valanche. Yes, right. <laughs> or was it yeah. or, uh, guys like that? Yeah, Blanche yeah. types. Uh, but we never we only met them the day of the show. They uh-huh. had been on their own offices doing that. We were just writing everything Andy said, um, and that was really cool. That was like Andy were they shooting Brooklyn Nine-Nine then? I don't know. Andy was in the office like all the time. Like he would sit around. He did like, we didn't have all, he would come into the conference room and sit around the conference room with his laptop and we would pitch ideas. And he would Oh, so stuff. he
0: went to you at the County Bang Bang.
1: Some He did that once and he also had offices that okay. had like a conference room that we would go to mm-hmm. uh, and we, he would just like sit around with us and we'd all be on our laptops and we'd all pitch stuff and he would like write and we would write and we'd read with him and he'd give notes and we'd write some more and uh, it was really cool. He was like, super funny super funny super smart um just like i remember on the first day he just said he's like i just he's like i just want my i just want this to be funny i just want my friends to think this is funny Mm -hmm. uh which is like a cool thing to hear
0: so obviously writing for ifc you have like more probably more freedom than writing for fox
1: yeah uh yeah i mean we didn't get notes really on either one i've never written on a thing i've obviously heard of situations where people Uh get a lot of notes but i've never written on something where we've gotten a lot of notes actually
0: did you have to was like anything like a joke that really killed in the room but you couldn't do for whatever reason through because it's on the emmys i think there was like there was
1: there was like two things that like they didn't want to do that i think they ended up doing like they had to do a negotiation like they had to cut something they had to cut like one joke to like make a joke i think there was a (laughs) there was a joke like the biggest joke in that show that night, um, or the thing that I remember that got the biggest laugh was it was like after that season of Girls where there was like the um the analingus <laughs> like oh, in right. episode, yeah, yeah. and that was like a funny thing. And there was like Andy figured out like on the set, this was like the day of the show that he could stand behind the Emmy statue and be like, Hey, this is my <laughs> impression hey, this is my impression of the show girls, and then go like <laughs> <laughs> and the censors are like, You can't do that. And then, like, they negotiated and they cut, like, another joke over something that they had been arguing about. And then Andy got to do it and it was, like, a huge (laughs) laugh. Uh, But that was, like, the only, I think that was the only one that they, like, flagged. Wow, that's great. Um, But it was, like, super, it was just, like, such a silly, stupid joke. Uh, I think he, and he just, like, improvised when we were on the stage. He just improvised it one day. Mm -hmm. And then they put it in.
0: So, uh, Connie Bang Bang is ending in December. Yeah, we're already done. We've been done for a few months now. So uh, are you working on uh, other stuff right now?
1: Uh, yeah. I'm actually working on another Ackerman project right now. Uh, oh, very cool. It'll
0: be out next year. I don't think I can say what it is.
1: Okay. Uh, but it'll be like another, it'll be like a cool, uh, it'll be on Netflix, I think I can say. Uh, but it's like a cool thing. So I'm doing that for the moment mm-hmm. right now. Uh,
0: Ackerman's pr- producing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, and yeah, just, I don't know, just trying to find another job. It's hard out there. Uh do you have any tips for uh young comedy writers out there?
1: Uh do you have any tips for me? <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. Uh I feel like I uh um I don't know I, uh, I i think like things really clicked for me like knowing about comedy writing when i started to do ucb stuff mm-hmm. and got involved met people like i had friends that were working in like the movie like and in tv industries and like we're like oh we should make stuff and we should and there's a lot of talk about that but then when i got in ucb like when i found ucb and not everyone has to go to ucb it can be whatever i think as long as you kind of find your community or whatever or your group of people that you're like oh this is cool uh, and these are people that like are I feel like are good and like are motivated and are talented. Like if you can kind of like get in with a group of people like that, that's what you should always be trying to find. Um, once that happened, once like I found that, then I was like, oh, this is like I started to get a lot better, a lot quicker, mm-hmm. and learn a lot and be challenged more. And then that led to opportunities. Uh, so I would always say for just people to do that, and like I said, it doesn't have to be UCB; it can be whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we're gonna wrap up real Ooh. quick with uh, uh, you critiquing some jokes I wrote. Whoa, I okay, yeah. So I, I've been asked to submit a packet uh, for Clickhole. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna give you some Clickhole headlines. Great. That I wrote uh, uh, yesterday. So I don't know how good these are. Uh, okay. I okay. <laughs> you seem like a you'd be a click. You like you get the Clickhole idea. Yeah, I like Clickhole. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. There's th- three quick ones. Okay, uh, list. Four steps to dealing with a breakup plus one step from Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> uh, that's funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, four steps to dealing with a breakup and one from Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh,
0: it's kind of there's it's kind of just that idea. There's not really much to. Yeah, say. that's funny.
1: I think. Uh, I don't know. That's funny. All right. Do you actually have to write the list? No you just said that's that's like a smooth headline yeah that's cool it could be i don't know i would there might be i've some of my favorite click all things are like ones where it's like a serious setup and then like a super silly Mm. like turn Mm -hmm. uh
0: i don't know i think that's funny alcoholics anonymous is funny it's okay i don't know (laughs) uh hey why we need to stop casually throwing around words like bipolar or frankenstein Frankenstein's? <laughs> that's funny. frankenstein yeah. Frankenstein's is really good. I was proud of that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, move on. one. Uh, inspiring. Meet the very first transgendered member of ISIS. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a. That's, uh, that's, that's very t- good. <laughs> uh,
1: I wonder if you can think of like something like a little more weird, like a little more specific than transgendered. Mm-hmm. I don't know but I like I like that structure. Uh, I don't know I feel weird giving you notes on these I that's funny that's really funny I would laugh at that okay. call.
0: cool all right I'll take it <laughs> okay do you have uh, anything you want to plug
1: Uh, Comedy Bang Bang I think comes back at uh, the end of I don't know when this is going up but uh, I think the end of October and then mm. there'll be 10 episodes and uh, I think there's some really funny stuff in those so it's on IFC and then we'll be on Netflix at some point
0: yeah, yeah watch that all right cool thanks Joe thanks for coming by cool thanks for having me Thanks for listening to the On Comedy Writing Podcast. Make sure to watch Comedy Bang Bang Season 5 on IFC on Fridays at 11 and 11.30. You can find Joe Saunders on Twitter at SaundersJoe. Uh, for me, I am doing a live read of my screenplay Lewis and Duber at Live Read LA on December 5th. Very excited to be chosen for that. You can go to their website, www.LiveReadLA.com, or follow me on Twitter at the Real TheRealAskJ for more information. Remember to like and subscribe on iTunes. See you next week.